rot. It was his children. They were the ones who would carry within them the visible effects of the magic. They, and perhaps generations of Omesfords to come, although there was no way of ascertaining yet that they would carry within them the magic of the wish song. Bryn had named it the wish song. Wish for it, sing for it, and it was yours. That was how it had seemed to her when she had first discovered that she possessed the power. She learned early that she could affect the behavior of living things with her song. She could change that old maple's leaves. She could soothe an angry dog. She could bring a wild bird to light on her wrist. She could make herself a part of any living thing, or make it a part of her. She wasn't sure how she did it. It simply happened. She would sing, the music and the words coming as they always did, unplanned, unrehearsed, as if it were the most natural thing in the world. She was always aware of what she was singing, yet at the same time heedless, her mind caught up in feelings of indescribable sensation. They would sweep through her, drawing her in, making her somehow new again, and the wish would come to pass. It was the gift of the elven magic, or its curse. The latter was how her father had viewed it when he had discovered she possessed it. Bryn knew that deep inside he was frightened of what the elf stones could do and what he had felt them do to him. After Bryn had caused the family dog to chase its tail until it nearly dropped and had wilted an entire garden of vegetables, her father had been quick to reassert his decision that the elf stones would never be used again by anyone. He had hidden them, telling no one where they could be found, and hidden they had remained ever since. At least that was what her father thought. She was not altogether certain. One time, not too many months earlier, when there was mention of the hidden elf stones, Bryn had caught Jer smiling rather smugly. He would not admit to anything, of course, but she knew how difficult it was to keep anything hidden from her brother, and she suspected he had found the hiding place. Roan Lee met her at the front door, tall and rangy, rust-brown hair loose about his shoulders and tied back with a broad headband. Mischievous gray eyes narrowed appraisingly. How about lending a hand, huh? I'm doing all the work, and I'm not even a member of the family, for cat's sake. As much time as you spend here, you ought to be, she chided. What's left to be done? Just these cases to be carried out. That should finish it. A gathering of leather trunks and smaller bags stood stacked in the entry. Roan picked up the largest. I think your mother wants you in the bedroom. He disappeared down the walkway and Bryn moved through her home toward the back bedrooms. Her parents were getting ready to depart on their annual fall pilgrimage to the outlying communities south of Shady Vale, a journey that would keep them gone from their home for better than two weeks. Few healers possessed the skills of Will Olmsford, and not one could be found within five hundred miles of the Vale. So twice a year, in the spring and fall, her father traveled down to the outlying villages, lending his services where they were needed. Eritrea always accompanied him, a skilled aide to her husband by now, trained nearly as thoroughly as he in the care of the sick and injured. It was a journey they need not have made. Would not, in fact, had they been less conscientious than they were. Others would not have gone. 
but Bryn's parents were governed by a strong sense of duty. Healing was the profession to which both had dedicated their lives, and they did not take their commitment to it lightly. While they were gone on these trips of mercy, Bryn was left to watch over Jer. On this occasion, Roan Lee had traveled down from the highlands to watch over them both. Bryn's mother looked up from the last of her packing and smiled as Bryn entered the bedroom. Long black hair fell loosely about her shoulders, and she brushed it back from a face that looked barely older than Bryn's. Have you seen your brother? We're almost ready to leave. Bryn shook her head. I thought he was with father. Can I help you with anything? Eritrea nodded, took Bryn by the shoulders, and pulled her down next to her on the bed. I want you to promise me something, Bryn. I don't want you to use the wish song while your father and I are gone, you or your brother.